0: Mm. Uh, Hi, I'm Madonna. I'm your worst nightmare to rule the world. Why don't you show them what you do, honey? You've never had more fun with anyone else. People, people, we got to move on to the next song. I'm sweet and I'm a bitch, you know what I mean? And that's always been the way it is. I'm, I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm waiting. You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise, Veronica Ciccone. Hey everybody, it's Stefan. Welcome to the show. Hey guys,
1: it's Tony. Um, I just want to say hello, America. Do you believe in love?
0: (laughs) Welcome back, Tony. Hi! How how is it being back from across the pond?
1: Well, it was great. I I love London, um, as any self-respecting Madonna fan should, but... You know, I wasn't there under the, you know, best of circumstances. I was there working on a production gig, and everything went well. Thankfully. Safety protocols were observed, but, you know, I...
0: Well, you were in that bubble the whole time, right? They gave you a plastic bubble to walk around in?
1: Yes, I, I was the... Former boy in the plastic <laughs> bubble, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it, you know, London's a great town, and under better circumstances, I hope to return. But I did get to check in with a couple of fans of the podcast, and Yay. that's that's yeah. always fun. And next time, well, um, you know, maybe
0: you'll be there. And maybe... I know I, was, I haven't yet made it <laughs> over to London. It's a sin. It's a, it's an and, absolute travesty.
1: You know we we've, we've got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of uh, great listeners in London, and I hope to meet up with all of them at some point. And also, you know, just former guests that are London-based as well. I didn't get to uh, connect to it this time, but yeah, next time it's going to be a full-on British invasion. Well,
0: no, of course you were too busy stalking Madonna's house. Oh,
1: well, you know, um, Mm -hmm.
0: as one Mm -hmm.
1: does. You You were camping uh, outside. (laughs) I was not camping outside, though. Um, I did have a really nice lunch with uh, Pablo Marsh, one of our listeners and he he said oh well you know i'm not i'm not even going to try and you know do a british accent but you know he's like oh would <laughs> oh, you like to please your,
0: do please do. <laughs> would you like to see where madonna
1: lives and there i'm like go. oh um is that uh, is that a thing can we do that and yeah we walked over there and it's a very you know unassuming very posh street in uh the neighborhood called marble arch and as we're walking down you know he points at it and you guys will see the photo and on the Instagram and it's just wow, that's that's it, you know. But the funny part is is that you know from all these years of you know seeing Madonna's, you know, Daily Mail, paparazzo pics, you see the all these very familiar things, you know, like the the fencing and the door and and then, you know, next to the the block there's kind of like a muse uh, or an alley, if you will, that had a security guard there. And Pablo had mentioned that that's where the children ride their bikes, and oh, been, fun! They've been seen doing that there, and it's just a very, it's a very cute area. And um,
0: so there's just a security guard standing there all the time, just to make sure people don't try and climb up the back the back way.
1: Well, I'm I'm sure that in addition to the Richie Banda, Ciccone children. There's also other children of note in the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> and also that's where all the garages are and where the cars mm-hmm, yeah, park. So. They don't want Madonna's car or bicycle stolen. Exactly. That'll, no pop, that'll hop up on eBay so fast.
1: Right. You know, and, and, you know, I'm not sure I remember where I heard this piece of uh, information, but the house that Madonna and Guy Ritchie shared together, that house is now being, uh, you know currently lived in by Rocco Ritchie and his friends, so apparently this oh. is kind of like a, a rowdy animal house type situation where uh
0: where's that reality show?
1: I know right, and you know cops show up there you know with some regularity i mean this these this this is just you know things people tell me you know don't we'll see
0: and see <laughs> that's when you when you buy some Madonna merch, that's what you're doing mm-hmm. you're paying. Madonna money so she can pay off yeah. the cops so Rocco Ritchie isn't in prison. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, from what I'm told, there are Rocco Ritchie sightings all over town. Sadly, I did not get one because oh, I... Tony. I know. I, I could have really used some, you know, some wardrobing tips because this guy is dressed. He is
0: sharply dressed. He, he is dressed. one sharp... Well, I mean... I If you have Madonna as a mother, I would hope designers would just send you wardrobe.
1: Yeah, you know, and you're already born with like that swagger and your name is Rocco. I mean, you you know, he's definitely making it happen.
0: I mean, I'm waiting for John Varvatos to sponsor the podcast at one point. I mean, I could really (laughs) use a new fall wardrobe.
1: Yes, uh, Ralph Lauren, are you out there? Yeah,
0: Hello, come on. Where Where are the designer sponsorships? Why are they not flocking this way?
1: But yeah, I mean, London is always great. Um, I heard Madonna just in randomly walking down the street or on the radio, which is always a good sign in a major cosmopolitan city, wouldn't you agree?
0: Mm. You should have recreated, like, the hung-up video or the sorry video or something.
1: Uh, Doing that strut, the little hung-up strut down an alleyway
0: <laughs> on your way to the club, come on. Oh my
1: God, no, um, no. <laughs> I mean, the, the closest that I came to it was wearing track pants with like an argyle sweater, you know. But that'll do.
0: Uh, that, that that works. Speaking, of, know speaking of strutting, yeah, um, strut. str- strutting around London, and I was strutting around New York City yesterday. I finally brought the Madamex tour jacket out for the first of its the fall season. Well, it, it's very appropriate for the weather, right? That and it was also yesterday was our one-year anniversary of being fourth row with Madonna at Madame X. I know. I still have a bit of jet
1: lag, and I woke up this morning thinking, oh, my God, I feel like I was watching Madame X all night night long, three in the morning, coming home, uh, still with that adrenaline, but... Yeah, Jet lag I mean,
0: is a perfect example of how you would feel after see, it, it, the night after seeing Madame Max. Like, it really you, is. Were, you and I did not have the luxury that some of the super fans did, where like we couldn't sleep till noon the next day because we had to be in the office at nine a.m.
1: Oh no, honey! I had like a ten o'clock. Uh, conference call now known as zoom calls. And, um, yeah. And you know, everyone's like, Tony, have another cup of coffee. I was like, yeah, I'm on my fifth.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Double espresso shots before you even got yeah. on the train.
1: But that being said, uh, you know, seeing Madonna from the third row was, a revelation for me, you know, because I, I did not get to dance with her on stage. So, <laughs> uh, you know, seeing... Yet, yet. you never know. Yet, never you know, say
0: never. <laughs>
1: seeing seeing her, uh, her, her wig so tightly fitted and, you know, seeing her alabaster skin under that, you know, that Klieg light was... Everything I needed, and you know, <laughs> shedding tears during Frozen and oh my god, and
0: Batuka and
1: Batuka and, and um, crazy, and you can, yeah, you can stop there. You can stop there. I used to
0: say, There was waterworks, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you went through like a tissue box every show,
1: and then you know, the uh, the shock and awe of the Tracy Young remix of Crave. I mean, just all these amazing moments that I hope that we will all be able to revisit during the uh, Madame X tour dvd that you know straight from the horse's mouth is coming soon
0: right stefan okay so (laughs) let's talk for a moment about the screen of well screenplay yes but um this week in jaconi i think Mm -hmm. the biggest the biggest thing was her instagram live with diablo cody the other day and that's where she was dropping some priceless nuggets and gems about the screenplay. It was actually one of the most forthcoming moments I've ever had experienced with Madonna where she was actually giving us information. I was like, yeah, yeah, did I somebody re- pull her aside and give her something like a truth serum? Or was, she, no, wearing, I, or, was I, she wearing Wonder Woman's truth lasso because she was just like spewing it out. Like this is happening and that's happening and blah, 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 and so forth and so on. And-
1: no, I, I... I'm right there with you. I mean, I'm going to riff on something that you've said a couple times in the last week. It's like, this is a Madonna that we love and that we've been missing because she's in work mode. And when she's in work mode, she's not suffering fools. She's not like in um, agony because she's in, you know, in physical pain or also, you know, just upset and aggravated because, you know, things aren't moving at the pace that she would like them to move in. And now she's in some sort of control of you know her art, and this is this is when Madonna thrives, wouldn't you agree?
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, the recent slew of videos that she's been publishing on her—they've been coherent, wonderful. Yeah, I—it's the Madonna that I have missed. She ha- doesn't seem as cranky, you know. She—you no. can tell she's definitely rehabbed herself, and she's not mm-hmm. in pain anymore because her whole. Aura has sort of, her energy seems to have really changed and she's very vibrant and happy and uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy as well. When Madonna's happy, I'm happy. So Me too. Uh,
1: I, you know, whenever I see Madonna not doing much, it's it's a slippery slope, you know. Idle hands are the devil's workshop and, and when it comes to Madonna, it it we all know that when she's cranky, just stay away. So this is great. This (laughs) is like a return to form. And, you know, I think working with Academy Award winning screenwriter Diablo Cody, and yes, I will say that every single time because, (laughs) you know, Madonna likes to surround herself with winners. And this is, this, you know, if you're going to write a screenplay uh, and you're going to make a film about your life, I think you need to stick with winners. But, you know, one of the big uh, announcements this week is that Madonna is going to direct this film herself. And that's, Exciting to me because, you know, she did have a couple of film projects in the works that she was going to direct. Unfortunately, those were also going to be produced by the Weinstein Company. So thank God all that stuff is in the past and, you know, clear, Um, you know, going forward, it's a clean slate. And Madonna's going to be working on her project based on her life.
0: So I'm going to play I'm going to be the devil's advocate side of this conversation just for a moment and (laughs) say, is it really a good idea that she's directing this movie, Tony? Um, and the other reason I say that is because right. I wonder if she will be a little too subjective.
1: Yeah, I just also, you know, the 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 thing with Madonna and film, and you know, anyone that has seen anything she's in can agree with me is she can't control a lot of it. You know, she can't control the narrative. She can't control the direction. She and and that probably is what causes the the disconnect, you know, between her and acting. Yeah. Um, even though she's not acting in this, I feel like, you know, this is her story to tell. And if someone else were writing and directing and she was, for example, not allowed on set or not allowed to. Oh, can you, imagine? you know. Oh, no, it just, it just it would not and could not happen. So I think this is probably the best possible scenario. Of course, uh this can go one of two ways. I mean, the only thing that I have, you know, as far as reference that anyone else has done this is in 1985 Richard Pryor wrote and directed his life story and it was, you know, using, you know, fictional names and scenarios, but it was his story and while it was very affecting and it was very um, you know, I guess you could say it was very raw. Um it was also um it wasn't the whole story. You know what I mean? Correct. So, so that's one thing, you know. I mean, you know, we all know as we get older that our mothers have selective memory. I mean, can you imagine what Madonna's selective memory is going to be like?
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be curious to see what kind of story she tells. I mean, I know in the one video she posted, it's a a story about heartbreak, love, loss, betrayal, motherhood, creation. Something for everyone. So, I'm curious as to <laughs> what the actual plot is. I think the other big piece of information from that Instagram live was that Madonna's sister Paula is going to be a main character, which I found very curious because I don't really remember Paula ever being that big of a focus or popping up in anything Madonna's said or done throughout her entire life. There's like like one entertainment tonight segment that's focused on Paula being a model. And that was the, the only time I ever remember seeing Paula except for that like beautiful picture of Madonna with all of her brothers and sisters.
1: Oh but, yeah. From the life magazine. I yeah, call it the uh, eyebrow. Other,
0: otherwise I was like, what, where is the, it sort of just came from left field. That
1: Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, since I think in the late eighties, uh, this might be in on YouTube. I don't know. I remember seeing it live because I was that kid. Uh, Paula was on uh the Geraldo show, you know, I came home from school and I was like, ooh, Madonna's sister's on Geraldo talking shit about her. Um, <laughs> and she was ba- basically just saying, you know, how, how it's so difficult to be the sister of a famous superstar. But that was that, you know, and as, as you know, we all know about Christopher Ciccone, whatever with that. But, you know, I feel like as far as her siblings, Madonna's closest to Melanie Ciccone because she's married to Joe Henry, who mm-hmm. co-wrote Don't Tell Me. So I don't know. I was wondering why... You know, this wasn't the Melanie and Madonna, you know, mothers of children show, you know?
0: Yeah, it's strange. The scene that we saw them writing, which, by the way, I'm not complaining that Madonna did an Instagram live story at all because... We're not complaining, period. Love that she had... I'm finally Madonna doing Instagram live. It's what we are. I just don't know if writing a screenplay scene was exactly the task. We really would have preferred, you know, watching anyone write, much less Madonna is not that interesting, but Mm -hmm. it was fascinating to sort of watch the creative process a little bit. God bless Ricardo, her, uh, her social media guy for actually standing and holding the phone the entire time that they were recording. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the, I'm assuming there will probably be a little bit of rewrites going on before we get to see it. Um, Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I, I was, of course, because my brain thinks this way. I sat down and was like, "Okay, what's Madonna's timeline for everything going to be? Like, when are we feasibly going to be able to see this movie? And then, of course, most important to me, when are we getting another Madonna album? And I thought, "Okay, if she's worked on the screenplay and they're probably finished now, the draft will go back and forth a little bit production will probably pre-production will start and then production will go in probably sometime next spring. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's the earliest. And then I was looking online, like how long do movies usually take to produce and uh, film and this, and that blah, blah, blah. The, uh, the way I'm looking at it is we probably won't see the movie until fall of uh, 2022. Yeah, for sure. And then we'll have, Because then she has to do the whole awards, you know, award show cycle, which wraps up with the Oscars in early 2023. And Mm -hmm. that's when I'm then assuming after the Oscars, we would get the new album, because I'm assuming there's going to be an an album. And Mm -hmm. then the next Madonna tour will be that late summer Fall of 2023 That's that's what yeah. I'm assuming is going to happen
1: Well I just have a little tip for Madonna So when you write that original Song that is going To be in the film about your life For Oscar consideration Please make sure that you play the Song before the closing credits So you can be considered Okay
0: <laughs> Just a <laughs> yeah, little you, tip for you Madonna you know, okay? Well, so I'm wondering if she'll do Like if that's the new album we'll get Like if we'll get uh, my, my 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 prayer is that she'll pull like a I'm breathless bend mm-hmm. where we'll get music from and inspired by the new Madonna movie and it'll mm-hmm. maybe be like unreleased tracks because you from all those cassette tapes sitting around you know there's got to be unreleased mm-hmm. demos and b-sides that she never that were shelved and so it would be great to sort of see maybe some freshly produced b-sides but i'd also love if she did original 80s tinged new stuff as Mm -hmm. well as whatever this because you know she's submitting a song to the oscars she wants an oscar Mm -hmm. and i guarantee you she can do it with i don't know if she'll get it for best directing i mean bless her Mm. i hope she she fares well with that but Mm. i definitely could see her getting a best song nomination for
1: yeah, I mean, she might even surprise all of us, and then you know her screenplay co-written with Diablo Cody might oh, that point.
0: would be fun too. Yeah, I could see Full that. Full of be great. sparklers, you know. She's I'll, coming at it from all different angles. It's yeah. like, okay, let, we'll try screenplay. I'll I'll direct and I'll submit some music, and then there's three opportunities for Madonna to get an Academy Award.
1: Yeah, one of the great things about the Instagram Live is that she was actually reading people's questions, and there were
0: <laughs> well, <you> know, <laughs> she wasn't she wasn't answering them. She per wasn't se, answering but, them
1: per se, but you know, there there were you know a couple of you know. Nuggets of information like the aforementioned Madame X tour video, which I hope and pray that we will get by the end of the year. Which, you know. Do
0: uh, do we think it's happening? I mean, Look, I, I mean, think, apparently I think, they're
1: working on it now. They yeah. had to take a break during the beginning of the pandemic because, um, people don't want to
0: get together, and... yeah.
1: And she was a little annoyed by that. But guess what? You know, we don't all have the antibodies, so sit down, Madonna. Um, uh, the <laughs> well, other thing yeah, that... I'm
0: excited that, that hopefully the screenplay I think she said they they typed the end, so I think mm-hmm. they're done writing the screenplay, which means she can then put her focus back on Madame X. And yes, right. there's still enough time to get that up for the holidays, and she also answered a question that a lot of fans have brought up. So
1: they asked if there's going to be like an HD master of the Blonde Ambition Tour uh, in you know refer- you know referencing, you know, the um, you know the color sections of Truth or Dare. And Madonna said they didn't film the whole thing yeah uh, Yes, I've way. been seeing
0: fans have been warring back yeah. and forth on Twitter, on Instagram messages, like right. back and forth. People have been like, she didn't film it. She did film it. She didn't film it. She did film it. Like there's interviews from people who like line produced Truth or Dare saying yeah. they they shot the whole Bercy concert and this, but then Madonna says they didn't. And who are we going to believe? The line producer, who we believe in Madonna? Yeah, I, I literally, mean literally it has, I've been watching it. It's been making my head dizzy. I, I don't Honestly. I, I feel like, yes, it was, it was produced. Uh, I just think that only
1: elements were, uh, finished and added to the final product and the rest of the assets were probably discarded. Yeah. On the other hand, everyone needs to kind of relax because that show exists already in three different formats. There is the, you know, live from Nice. Mm-hmm. That is the a HBO laser special. Disc. Yeah. The HBO special that is also, you know, a laser disc. There is, uh, you know, the uh, live from the Meadowlands, that is a really great transfer, you know, and that's the long ponytail. And that is on YouTube. Someone uploaded that, I think, uh, earlier this year. And then the third one is the, you know, the Japanese performance that is that was recorded by Pioneer. They own the rights to that. And they released that on Japanese Laserdisc, and you can buy that on eBay, anywhere. So it's available. It's out there. Um, so let's just
0: you know, put a cap on that, you know, (laughs) (laughs) call it a day. Yeah. I don't know. People were freaking out over that. And it's,
1: there's uh, nothing to freak out about guys. I love Blonde Admission as much as you do. And I've, like I just said, I've got many different ways to see it and, and then I can watch truth or dare and, and then I can write a book report about it. You know, mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm, it's a lot of material. We don't need more.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I don't. I, I thought. Um,
1: Let's focus on reinvention now, okay? <laughs> re,
0: yeah. Well, there's a t- reinvention video out there. I've seen it on YouTube as well. I mean, I don't I know mean, if it's an,
1: an official release.
0: Yeah. You know, I guess everyone gets caught up on having these official releases. I, I'm so used to being a Madonna fan and not having those releases out there that exactly. I, I like. I'm perfectly fine listening to. Blonde ambition, uh, an audio rip on mm-hmm. SoundCloud, you know, or I'm totally fine listening to uh, somebody's bootleg audio from the M.D.N.A. Philadelphia show that I went to, and you hear like it's not perfect right. audio, but it reminds me of actually being at the show, and it, it to me it sounds more fun than mm-hmm. the slick overproduced version that she released, and I'd much rather listen to the bootleg incident, yeah so
1: Stefan, you know what i just remembered um the summer that truth or dare came out i guess it was in 91 madonna did like a one hour radio interview and it was like kind of a big deal um they announced it everywhere and it was like it's gonna be on sunday night on you know whatever radio station and i guess it was syndicated and yeah it was like an hour long and they played actual like tr- you know like live tracks from blonde ambition hmm. live um I'm gonna see if I can find it on YouTube, but I I remember, of course, recording it. What on, like one Google of those blocks. Adam
0: Curry radio hosted? Yeah, but it thing. but
1: it was um it was I think it was a British interviewer, but it was it was it was broadcast worldwide, and of course, you know, at that time, you know, that was like a a quote Madonna exclusive, you <laughs> know. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find that because oh, yeah, I, I've to. been thinking about it recently, and I'm like, get yeah, on that, Tony. I will
0: get to re- and report <laughs> back immediately. Um, and also
1: to those that have asked, I just found my um, DVD of the the making of the sex book, uh, VHS tape that was given out at the sex party. So one of these days I'm going to put it up on a YouTube channel and uh, we'll let you guys know about that.
0: Mm. Is it frothy?
1: It's dirty. <laughs> it's lovely.
0: <laughs> um, I think the only other like strange moment of Madonna's latest Instagram posts have been, did you see Mike Dean? Was there? Yeah, what's up with that? What's going on there? So maybe I, she's writing Either, either no, he brought she's her multitasking. some multitasking He brought her some gummies And he's weighing in on music as well
1: Maybe she's, you know Editing Madame
0: X Working on new music And writing a screenplay and raising trust me, children. Trust me, I would love if she put out new music sooner rather than later. Like that would be heaven for me. I just want, just give me one new Madonna song every year until we get a full album, or like a mini EP or something. You know? Like yeah, yeah. Six six songs, Madonna. You know that we or can just have. Drop us some ballad we weren't expecting, like "I'll Remember" or. Right. Exactly. Just something little tidbits mm-hmm. every couple. I would like one Madonna song a quarter. Is that too much to ask? It's
1: not. I mean. <laughs> You, you are a self-respecting fan that wants content from your queen and I get it. But, you know, this week you did get the hanky panky remixes that dropped <laughs> on, you know, Apple Music. and, and Yes, the,
0: oh, the bare bones. I can't choose between the bare bones or the bare bottom remix. I, I, Tony, it's, I just, it's really can tough.
1: I, can I tell you one of the uh, most amazing things I've ever seen in my life? And I think it, maybe I've mentioned it on this podcast. I was, uh, you know, this is around... Yeah, this was the summer of 1990 when Dick Tracy ruled the world, you know, and I went to Austin to hang out with some friends and we ended up at this gay country bar called um, Midnight Rodeo. Um, Was it Austin or Dallas? Someone will correct me, but it it definitely was Midnight Rodeo. And we're in there and they're playing the Bare Bones mix of um, Hanky Panky, which is, you know unmistakable, you know, the minute you hear it, cause it's like pounding beats, you know, mm-hmm. and these lovely looking cowboys in full getup, you know, cowboy hats, wranglers, you know, tight shirts, God love them doing a choreographed line dance to hanky panky that I will never, ever get out of my head. And I wish I could see again because it was, <laughs> it was like, it was like Busby Berkeley. It was like the Rockets, It was like, you know, I, choreographed by vincent patterson i mean i'm telling you this was something
0: when <laughs> the bars reopen just go back to flaming saddles in new york in hell's kitchen and ask them to dance to the bare bones remix at, on the I bar mean,
1: and the thing is that it worked really well i was like wow madonna wrote a country song and this was way before don't tell me <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah she was kind of ahead the curve with uh, the whole country thing mm-hmm. um Speaking of which, um, yes, we, we would be remiss if we did not mention the 20th anniversary of the release of the music album, which uh, I was like, really, it's been 20 years since that? Uh, I know I, I I wow, music, it
1: just kind of like snuck up on me because um I remember that was, yeah, I'd just been in New York a, a small while and I was hanging out with some friends some new friends that I'd made and this was maybe about 3 weeks before the album came out and someone had the the like the promo CD and they played it and I was mad I was like this is not Madonna <laughs> you guys are lying this is not Madonna this is like this is a joke
0: you know because the song or the whole album
1: the whole album because it just the music did not sound like anything she'd ever done before it sounded to me chopped and screwed and over not overproduced but just produced in a way that I wasn't used to. I was looking for melodies and I was looking for, you know, these hooks and they weren't there. And I left that party mad. I mean, I was, (laughs) I was angry. I was like, well, that's it for Madonna, whatever, man. Um, And then when I bought the album, I instantly fell in love with it because it, that, it's just the initial shock, you know, I was like, wow, this isn't her. And then when you really sit down with it, I was like, wow, this is her and this is her for a, a new, decade for a new millennia right
0: yeah it was fun the first time hearing the song music because after you know the epic release of ray of light i think everyone thought that's the madonna we were going to have for a while you know it was going to be this slickly produced really lush
1: spiritual
0: yes introspective maternal not, not that madonna wasn't Introspective on the music album But I think Mm -hmm. in terms of the sound Yeah Everyone was expecting her to follow that And I remember hearing the music single For the very first time And it sounded so sparse And so raw And so weird Right, it sounded strange I didn't it it instantaneously sounded like Madonna with while not sounding like Madonna all at the same time, and it was mm-hmm. everyone was calling it folktronica, you know, because uh, uh, she was wearing all the cowboy getup, and you mm-hmm. know, before we had even heard "Don't Tell Me," she was, you know, but it was you know, basically Madonna was doing country before everybody else started doing country, and mm-hmm. it was her first time that we had heard her working with Um, you know, there was cowboys and guitars, mm-hmm. and it's it was. Such a different world that, and I loved it yeah. from the moment I heard it. I was like, I mean, I was on board uh, when I heard the album for the first time, and then I heard "Impressive Instant," and, and it was, it, you know, hearing that thumping beat and that mm-hmm. it just how the lyrics, like, yeah, she would like sort of repeat her own lyrics or skip right. things. She, and... her,
1: she'd never written a song like "Impressive Instant." That was that was the one that kind of really threw me. I was like, wait a minute that she she's you can't say words like singy 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 that's not real you know like i was like i was like no madonna you have to be more literal and and that's when i had to like learn to let go and you know and just trust her let it go
0: tony just like embrace the madonna the ride Mm -hmm. that she's taking you on and yeah i mean somebody had called out uh The fact that, like, when they heard "Don't Tell Me" for the very first time, they thought their CD was skipping because it does that little. And I thought the same thing. I forgot that I had when I remember hearing it. I was like, "Oh fuck, is my CD skipping?"
1: Yeah. Truth be told, I think I was on drugs the first time I heard music, and that may have caused me again, Tony. (laughs) This was in two thousand. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) I was new in town and hanging out with friends. What Tylenol
0: or Advil? What 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 drug of choice? (laughs)
1: It was a no-dose caffeine pills.
0: <laughs>
1: no, but um yeah, it just it was it was a it was taking the experiment, if you will, from ray of light and just turning it into just like what experiment? We're just going crazy here, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was it, it was weird and it was bizarre. I think there was a couple skips for me on the music album just because I had wanted Again, some, mm-hmm. so it's so stereotypical stuff, and I just wanted, he wanted dan- disco. I just wanted dance, Madonna. So mm-hmm. I didn't want like Paradise Not for Me, and I didn't want. Uh, is no? Is nobody perfect on that album? Yes, nobody's perfect. Yeah, I didn't want that album. either. Uh, those were the two. I was just like, ugh, Madonna, come on.
1: Let's. No, the the two songs that really that I really connected with after you know like thirty listens, and I when I finally accepted what music was and not what. I wanted it to be was um I deserve it which I mm. thought was such a beautiful love song so beautiful. and and it was at that time you know Madonna's acknowledgement of you know her new life with Guy Ritchie and you know the her new family and I just thought that that was that was very fitting especially since Ray of Light had a lot of like melancholy and sadness to it yeah So that was great to hear. And then also the biggest surprise for me was what it feels like for a girl because it was such a departure. But at the same time, it was, you know, it was Madonna's like response to girl power and Mm -hmm. it didn't have to be a thumping club track. It was just this beautiful, you know, kind of lilting uh, song that just keeps going and going.
0: No, she saved the thumping club track for the remix video. Uh... Yeah.
1: Oh, there are some amazing remixes. The Above and Beyond Club Mix that uh, was featured in the video and also in that Filthy anime uh, Ooh, that was interlude on the, on the drown world. world Oh, my God.
0: I remember watching that for the first time live, and I was like, Are we I not was like watching this right now? I wasn't thinking about me. I was thinking about the children in the audience <laughs> oh they they might have walked into the drown world tour as a child, but they left an adult
1: exactly because at that time, for a lot of you, you know, younger fans, um that drown world is probably the last time that uh, young Madonna fans went to see her show, wouldn't you say?
0: Oh, I, there were no children at. Uh, well, no, actually, take that back. At the Rebel Heart tour, I did see a, a mom had brought a child, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It wasn't super up close, and right. uh, I was like, "Well, that's good because she. I mean, she, she hasn't been quite that dirty. I don't. think. Right,
1: right. Well, that, I mean, yeah, you know, that
0: Japan, the, the Japanime video. That was. I mean, that was basically porn.
1: Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's actually a great. uh, anim, uh it's a anime classic now. It's called Perfect Blue. So. Check it out. It's it's on Amazon Prime.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it was, yeah, with that, uh, what it feels like for a girl, searing whole scene beat behind it it just added a whole nother level yeah I,
1: no it did because the song as a single is you know like i said it's just it's a, it's a beautiful track and she chose to release a video directed by guy Ritchie, which explains everything you know which is this violent fantasia of crime uh watch it i don't you know really want to describe it because it is what it is you know but she didn't play the you know the song that's played over the video is um you know a remix edit And then when she performed it at the Drowned World Tour, she performed a remix, but with a Spanish um, vocal. So, you know, she's never really revisited that track in its original form. But in all of its forms, I think it's a good one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love Gone. I thought Gone is a great track. The whole, I mean, like I said, I I did skip a bunch. I do enjoy Paradise Night for me now because I feel like it's artful. And I loved the version that she did of it on Drowned confessions tour
1: yeah that was great and you know she shot a video for it and um she looked great and yeah she she did bring it back a few times it was almost like the candy shop of its time before candy shop
0: (laughs) oh candy shop (laughs) i wonder that will not make it into the madonna biopic (laughs) although i'd love to see her try
1: i don't know i hope that the uh surfing on nuns makes it into the to the movie because you know that's that's a feat if i Mm. ever saw one
0: so did you? Uh, um, speaking of music, the music album mm. Mirways just announced he's releasing a new song in October. It's oh, his is she? First, his first new song in twenty years. I, I wonder exactly what. I mean, of course, as soon as I saw him say that, I'm like, oh, please let it be a, a an outtake from the Madame X album that Madonna didn't release, and he's releasing it, and it'll be new Madonna music. I'm so selfish.
1: Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, just I mean, always want
0: new Madonna. Yeah. I, you know,
1: I mean, I like I like him as a as a musician in his own right. Um, Disco Science is one of my favorite tracks. So if it's something like that, then it'll always lead me back to Madonna thematically. Everybody
0: knows the damn truth, Tony. Yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, like I was just telling Stefan earlier. I I you know jet lag and my sleeping's all off. So I woke up like at four o'clock this morning and I pulled out. All of my uh, CD singles from the music era, and just started revisiting. So there's like some amazing stuff, uh, especially on like what we just mentioned, the what it feels like for a girl CD single. Also of note is the Groove Armada 12 inch mix of music,
0: which mm. oh takes yeah, I a love that,
1: and it like turns it into a lounge hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I oh can't you know I just heard it again. And I was like, wow, this is really good.
0: Yeah, there's some great remixes of music. I mean, I always. Mm-hmm air on the side of the Deep Dish remix because it's kind of like a different dance version of that song. And it
1: has a good video that was made for it as well with all of you know Madonna's history up to that point.
0: Which, you know? I mean, come on, as we know, the, the music video is heavenly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Debbie Mazar, Nikki Harris, mm-hmm. and Madonna. And I remember watching that for the first time and you know Madonna's going to the strip club and I thought oh this is in- an interesting juxtaposition now Madonna's gone from the stripper to admiring the strippers mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and all people could talk about when that video dropped was like, Madonna's pregnant. And I'm like, well, you know, if you hadn't told me, I would have never. Know. I
0: Honestly, I looked for it, the, uh, watching it the other day, because they just released the high def version. Yes, yes. And, good which plug. is great to see. It's nice it to is. see it in high res. I, p- apparently, again, some Madonna fans were like freaking out saying this is terrible. And I'm like, what is wrong with all of you people? Like, yeah, we've just been given a gift.
1: Celebrate. We've been given uh, the HD cut of the music video and the hanky panky remixes. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on, people. This is, you know,
0: this is like Thanksgiving come early. <laughs> I know. Imagine. I love that her team finally is sort of like rolling out mm-hmm. a lot of the old. Sync like EPs, yeah. uh, remixes, Look, and what we we
1: like, say this all the time. It's available, so come on with it. You know, yeah,
0: I know. Just put it out there. I mean, I guess it's just a way to give us mm-hmm. content as opposed to just like one big dump of Madonna all at once. It's they're spreading yeah. it out over time because Madonna's busy working, and exactly, you know, we and might you not know, get some new music. So
1: we don't like to cross talk here, but I would like to shout out uh, Mariah Carey, who is. You know, right now, the model of pop diva dumb because she's releasing everything, you know? Oh, I know. And, she's
0: like treasure trove of You Mariah. know, she,
1: she's just <laughs> released... This is hilarious. Like, I feel sorry for Land. You guys, I hope you saved up your money because <laughs> um, she's put out literally every single one of her albums on vinyl for sale but in like six different colors so you're going to have to get each single one of them and then she's got a book coming out and then she's got the rarities, which is something I wish Madonna would kind of, you know, fall into and... In uh, time. It's yeah, coming. Yeah. Give us some rarities because um, we can't get enough of that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, so-
0: I think that we're gonna see because people had like been questioning me when I had done my look tentative Madonna timeline, which again is not official. It's just something it's not like, official. I'm, but just, it- I'm like I'm, Madonna didn't tell me that's what her. I'm just thinking <laughs> what what could her timeline possibly be, and I think and this is you know this is all from. Um,
1: You know, from what we've experienced in the last few uh, album cycles or, you know, production cycles, this is, you know, this all makes sense because she's done it before.
0: Right. And she obviously, she's a very scheduled woman. You know, she she has to meet deadlines for Universal with the movie. And of course, you know, she does run a business, you know. Madonna's mm-hmm. a business and she's got to pay people and she's got to do upkeep. And so she's got, right. you know, eventually we'll get back to touring. So she, she's probably looking forward to that. And I think her next tour will be a can I said greatest hits tour. Now people were like, what do you mean greatest hits tour? She'd never just do hits. And I'm like, greatest hits, meaning the way that she did reinvention mm-hmm. tour. And people are always on us about reinvention is not a greatest hits tour. It is in terms of the set list of reinvention. Yeah. Airs more heavily on classic hits than new hits. She was doing that album, uh, that tour in support of American Life, and although yes, there were lots of tracks from American Life, mm-hmm. it skewed far heavily on classic. I mean, Crazy for You was on the right. set list. You know,
1: no, like- no, you're absolutely right because you. I mean, we all know that before reinvention, Madonna was very adamant about not performing a lot of her old hits she was like oh, i'm never going to do that again and you know also the the omission of vogue and drowned world was very telling of where her head was at the time so for her to like kind of roll it back and say uh in reinvention we're going to bring all this stuff back that that yes it is a greatest hits package. yeah and
0: i think you know yes she does include old hits in tours after reinvention of course but not as heavily. I mean, the Madame X tour, that was basically the Madame X album on stage with a couple little slices of old goodies like "Like A Prayer in Vogue and Human Nature. But I mean, otherwise, <clears throat> that was a Madame X tour. Mm-hmm. And I think for her next one, because it'll be post-biopic momentum, she'll trot out a bunch of classics. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you ride the wave and give people... You know, they're going to go see a movie about your life, and there's going to be those classic hits of praying for physical attraction. Praying for physical attraction. But maybe we'll get some deep cuts that she hasn't performed that are old songs. You know? Yeah, like, like the know.
1: first song she ever wrote, Tell the Truth. <laughs> 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 no, and there was another mm. thing about the film, too. Um, you know, there's uh, all those uh, Madonna speculators out there, and we love you guys because you, you know, you feed us information, whether it's true or not. Yeah, keep so it coming. Um, keep it coming. So there's, you know, the fact that like Madonna and Guy Ozieri, who is uh, executive producer on the film, Film, um Which I, you know, there's been hashtags live to tell. Not sure if that's the title,
0: but we'll mm, go with it for now. Interesting. Well, I wonder if she'd have to pay people for doing that title. Well, she she's to pay, screwed she'd have with to pay us Patrick b- Leonard. <laughs> she's screwed with us before. There's, yeah. But uh, know, like, um, the whole hashtag magic, but when yeah. we didn't know what the Madam X. See what know. happened with that. Yeah. So. Exactly. So oh, yeah, yeah, speaking so- of Patrick, speaking of Patrick Leonard, apparently they're including the scene where her and him write like a prayer, mm-hmm. and Nikki and Donna and Jose and Luis are going to be in it. Gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see like how she's going to fit them all in. And but oh oh oh, I can't believe I forgot to talk about this. The one thing I thought was, wouldn't it be genius? Is at the Academy Awards. When she performs the original song, maybe with her younger self, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not quite sure. But wouldn't it be great if she brought Nikki and Donna and some of the Blonde Ambition dancers back on stage to perform with her? Come on. That would be like a pop culture moment. how, How do they figure into Sooner or Later? That's not... Not Sooner or Later. No, no, no. I'm saying... Whatever her new song. Oh, oh. The show, she's right, going to write right. this new song. And she brings Nikki in. That would be so amazing.
1: Yes, it would be. But let's not put the horse before the cart, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> let's get the movie made first. Okay. No, I just, but what yeah, I, I'm putting what it out there. What I was going to say is that, uh, so her and Guy Ozieri, who's executive producing, um, have been following these, you know, Becoming actresses, you know, I guess, in, who are in contention for the role of Madonna. So, as everyone knows, it's been uh, Julia Garner has been reported and Florence Pugh. But then this week, I see that they're following Riley Keough, who is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. And check her out. Look, look up, um, look her up on Google Images and see what you guys who? think. Because her name is Riley Keough. She's Lisa Marie Presley's daughter and Elvis Presley's granddaughter. She's a. Um, you know she's been acting for about you know 10 years uh she's got a lot of great credits and worked with some amazing directors um i think that she could i think she could play madonna and i think that that whole connection of um she was michael jackson's stepdaughter she's mm-hmm. elvis's granddaughter you know elvis was born uh on august 16th which is the date that uh, madonna got married you know so all these things you know are mean something to her and um well, know. I've not
0: seen her act, but I'm looking at her picture now and I could see it. Mm-hmm. She's got a very dramatic look.
1: Yeah, and she She's has... She's got a... some
0: good eyebrows. She's got some she good does. Madonna eyebrows.
1: She has kind of like that, you know, brassy, masculine voice that Madonna had when she was younger. So I, I oh, think... Oh, yeah, she...
0: I think people are wondering, do we think that it will be the actress lip-syncing to Madonna's actual mm-hmm. vocals or like they did in... Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Or will they have the actress re-sing the vocals like they did with Rocket Man? What what what's your take?
1: I think it depends on who they hire as the talent. I think that that's what that that's gonna depend on.
0: You know, I, now see I wonder if because Madonna would get paid less if someone re-sang the vocals, if they use the original songs, Madonna gets paid more money for the use of her songs in that movie, even though it's her movie that she's making.
1: No, I have a feeling that the only songs that Madonna are going to use are the ones that she has completely written the music and lyrics to because I don't think she's willing to, like, you know, dole any money out to,
0: you know, somebody to anyone that she doesn't have to. <laughs> but, I mean, you know,
1: you you can't tell the story without at least playing, you know, one verse of, like, a virgin, so, you know. Yeah, uh, you it'll, be give it up.
0: it'll be interesting to see which moments and what the plot is. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just curious as to, like, what kind of story she's going to be telling in the movie, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, is is sister Paula going to be the villain, you know, like who's, is, is trying to take over Madonna's career and Madonna's, you know, like there's a high speed car chase or something. And Paula's, you know, driving behind her and trying to run her off the road. And
1: yeah, I wonder who the heavy is going to be in this movie. Like who's going to be the, villain? Oh, I want who- like,
0: maybe like Debbie Mazar. There's like a young Debbie Mazar and she can be like Madonna's BFF. And they're like going on like fun little shop. There's like a montage of them, like doing makeovers down in the, like, I know. the they Lower go, East side. Like they go get facials in the East village. Yeah. Like, shopping on St. Mark's Place, getting piercings and jelly bracelets. and Uh, I would love that. Think of the merch. Think of the merch possibilities for this. They can bring back the jelly bracelets and maybe everyone can like go out and buy a Desperately Seeking Susan jacket. Oh my God, Lourdes is going to be so embarrassed when this movie comes out. Oh, she'll be at the premiere. You know she'll be at the
1: premiere. She'll be like, oh my God. No, because if it becomes like a, if it becomes a merchandising and marketing, you know, moment, it's just like seeing all these, People dressing
0: as Madonna wannabe all oh, over she'll again. Hate it, she'll hate it. <laughs> well, we need to find a way to become an extra in a scene somewhere. Like, no, I
1: was thinking it's like you dance, know
0: they're you know they're going to recreate danceteria when she performs everybody, <laughs> and we need to be there.
1: If this yeah, if this becomes an actual production, then I'm just going to have to find my way on set, and and you know, good luck trying to remove
0: me from it. Yeah, yeah seriously, I, I will. I'm not sleeping out overnight. I've done that. I, I just can't do it again. I, I need I need a bed. I can't, no, do no. A, I can't do a sidewalk. I Madonna be, you know, fans like,
1: of a certain age don't camp out.
0: <laughs> God bless <laughs> the ones who do. I just, I don't have the yeah. energy anymore. Like my, my back is too screwed up to sleep mm-hmm. on a sidewalk.
1: Well, Stefan, what else we got this week? Um, I think we covered
0: all of the, other than you stalking Madonna's house. I, that's all. Yeah. I, that's all I got. <laughs> well, I mean, it's,
1: it's, I wouldn't necessarily call it stalking if she's not there, you know, true. Um, I'm also kind of surprised with myself. I thought that, you know, spending some time in London, I'd come back sounding just like Madonna. I
0: was waiting to see if you had a bit of a British inflection or not.
1: I'm, I, I think I'm kind it, I think of it, disappointed. I know. I'm kind of disappointed in myself, too. I thought that I would be like, excuse me. You oh, know? Quite. Oh, quite, quite, quite.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we, we, do, yeah. we don't need to bastardize the, the British but, accent on this yeah. podcast. Uh,
1: you know, it, it was it was it was nice you know, seeing Madonna stomping grounds, but I'm glad to be back in the U S even though this place is scary in as the hell right oh my now.
0: God. Um, pray we, for you know, us, pray for us,
1: <laughs> pray for us. And and seriously, you guys, I mean, we don't, we don't talk about this kind of stuff on the podcast, but you know, get out there and vote and make plans to vote uh, November 3rd in the United States. It's very important. Yeah. You know, no check matter what your beliefs are, yeah. exercise your right to vote because yeah,
0: check that you're registered. If you don't think that you're registered, yeah. check it up online Make sure your friends and family are registered to vote and vote like your life depends on it because it does. Uh we need to protect our democracy and
1: uh yes we do. And just to give you uh you know a not so subtle reminder, we'll be posting Madonna's vote rock the vote videos on the on the Instagram just in case you need another yeah, reminder. And
0: if you don't vote, you're going to get a spanky.
1: Exactly. And I don't know the rap so I'm not even going to try it. <laughs> 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 Wait, no, it's um Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, freedom of Free- speech is as good as sex.
0: Yeah. Abe, I- Lincoln, Jefferson, Tom. They didn't need the atomic bomb. We need beauty. We need art. We need government something something. I always lost what she said. We says. need government
1: to support the arts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was during a very contentious fight with the NEA over funding. But you know what? I think we're still going through that fight. Um, mm. Bottom line is, you know, make your voices heard
0: and vote. Vote. <laughs> anyway. That's our episode for today. We just thought we'd do a little quick chat about the screenplay and all things Madonna. Thanks yeah, for checking in. Thanks for listening.
1: It's been fun catching up. You can find us anywhere and everywhere that podcasts are available. Also on Instagram and Twitter at MLBC Podcast and also on the web, mlbcpodcast.com. We will see you very soon. We love hearing from you guys. So don't forget to you know send us some comments messages and rate and review like and subscribe we'll see you guys in the next episode all right see
0: ya